Before we get started with today's Hustlers Healthy Hacks episode, we want you all to know that the topics, opinions, and views we discuss in this episode are from our own personal experiences and shared with you for entertainment purposes only. If you are wanting medical advice about your health, lifestyle choices, or mental well-being, please seek this from a qualified medical practitioner first. This episode is proudly brought to you by Frank Body, an iconic Australian skincare brand who have sold over 5 million scrubs to date. Hello, hustlers, and welcome back. It is Mads. Antiques. And we are back for another episode of Hustlers Healthy Hacks. Now, Teeks, I have a question for you. Do you ever feel anxious when people talk about money? All the freaking time. Always have and still do. And I really think it's important that we start to make people aware that we're sharing things that we're going through right now. Absolutely. This is like, I feel quite a vulnerable topic actually, but it's something that is just popping up for me so much lately and something that I'm definitely feeling a lot of anxiety around. So I'm glad that we're talking about it because I'm sure a lot of other people are feeling the same. Yeah, absolutely. My girlfriends and I were away on the weekend and we were actually talking about money anxiety with your partner and there's so many variables to it, but we kind of started with at what point in the relationship do you disclose to your partner how much money you have? Do you merge your accounts and at what point do you do that? Do you ever disclose to your partner how much money is in your account or do we keep a little stash for, you know, a rainy day? There's so many reasons to have anxiety around money and it's it's important that we talk about them openly because we're all going through it and it wasn't until on the weekend my six girlfriends and I actually all started coming out and the conversation was getting deeper and deeper and more vulnerable and more vulnerable and I was like oh my gosh we're all going through the same feels yeah and it is it's so crazy that something that I guess you know I really do agree that money is an energy but to Mm. think that we have so much anxiety and it creates so much stress in so many people's lives is so crazy but I really can resonate with what you just said then about your friends because it's something that I actually still feel like I experience daily and Ryan Mm. and I have been together since early in our 20s Mm. but it's still something that I feel a lot of anxiety around of not so much the sharing of the money but making sure that I'm kind of contributing as well Mm. and it's just something that I think has been instilled in me from a younger age my mum and dad were very, I guess, equal sharing parents. They both had businesses. So Mm. I think I always saw my mum, you know, be a mum, but also be such a provider financially to Mm. our family. And so it's kind of something that's ingrained in me since well before my time with Ryan. Do you think it comes down to comparison once again, like comparing what you're earning to what he's earning or, you know, what someone may be earning to what their siblings earning or their friends? I feel like there has to be some anxiety around that. Absolutely. I think it's knowing the potential of what can be made as well, sometimes Mm. as well of like, well, that's you now that you're in a, you know, you're self-employed and the sky is the limit with your earnings. Definitely. It changes everything. Absolutely. And I think, you know, for so many years I was able to contribute because I had that guaranteed salary in my bank account every second Thursday. So I knew that I could contribute X, Y, and Z to our Mm. mortgage and to our food and all of this. So we've always kind of been on equal playing fields in that respect. Yes. 
but now, you know, approaching a different stage in our life where I am now have a business and so I rely heavily on making money through the business, mm. which isn't as easy as just having a salary every week. Exactly. But also, you know, with a baby fast approaching as well, I'm really having to kind of step Exacerbated back. anxiety times a yeah, million. change that role of like, okay, well, maybe I can't provide financially mm. what I always had here. Mm. And that's totally okay. It's just my own like it's the thoughts and the expectations in my head that I'm Mm. having to work through myself yeah it's not necessarily pressure from anywhere else it's just you know breaking down those barriers Mm. myself of Mm. being like it's okay to be at this stage and to be comfortable with being at that I'm not even at the stage where I'm having to kind of merge my life with someone's yet and I've been self-employed since I was, I think, 21. So it's been a long time that I've kind of not known what I'm going to earn yes. for the financial year ahead of me. I can't even imagine because I have so many expectations on myself and, you know, so much anxiety around what I'm going to earn each year, how much worse that would be if I had to share that with another yes. human. <laughs> totally. Like, can't we just go side by side and not ever talk about it? And do you know what's that interesting work, though is that like everyone's situation is so different and mm. like, you know, I know people who started dating and wanted to save for a house and so they've literally merged all of their money before they even lived together. Oh, wow. Yet then there's other Big people who have had separate bank accounts, you know, 10, 20 years into their marriage. Yeah, I had this really cool nurse one day. She was uh, giving me a vitamin infusion. She was <laughs> at least 75. She was old. She was still kicking real hard and she said to me, she looked me square in the eye and said, if I ever tell you one thing, Tegan, it's always have your own stash of money hidden away and never let them know what you have, oh how goodness. you've earned it, doesn't matter, it's not their business. You always need to – you never know what's going to yeah. happen with your future. No one's immune to anything. Yeah. Keep it. Save Absolutely. it. Don't disclose it. I don't know if that's weird or not. I don't know if that's like – well, not being transparent with your partner. I don't know. No, I don't know what I the rules everyone's are. everyone's situation is so unique. And I'm definitely all for, you know, having my own money and my own, you know, I guess it's a little bit of sanity as well. Like mm. I can go and buy a pair of shoes or mm. go and get my hair done without having to feel guilty that I'm pulling from our, Absolutely. you know, hard, our joint bank account or Ryan's hard-earned money. Because so it can be the where biggest. where mine comes from. It can be the biggest um, problem in relationships and the biggest cause of breakdowns. And, you know, I've witnessed relationships where one person feels like they're walking on on eggshells every time they purchase something for them. And that, for me, is what I've always pulled on my drive to be successful, to have my own money and to, to, you know, be financially savvy is the fear of ever not feeling comfortable or being able to spend money because it's someone else's. Yes, definitely. Oh, that makes me feel like. I think that's like, where a lot of anxiety comes from is spending someone else's money. I don't think I could ever. Yes. Like that, that's a really uncomfortable feeling. Well, I think because we naturally as humans, we all want to be successful or most of us want to be successful and we equate success with money. But yes. what if we stopped and thought about all of the other things in our life that make us us successful, like being a good parent, being a good dog parent, you know, being really good at growing organic fresh vegetables. Mm. I don't know. Like there's so many reasons why you are successful. And if we stop and we look at the things that we're really good at and that Mm. we've achieved in our life, maybe we wouldn't put so much 
emphasis you know, on emphasis the dollar, on the dollar in, our, in our bank account. It's such an interesting topic though because it's not like there's this one pool of money that we're all pulling from. Like it's never ending. Like there's an, an yeah. never ending amount in the world. So we yeah. can all earn as much as we possibly or physically can. Yet sometimes it feels like money and wealth is a really dirty word or almost Mm. like greedy. Mm. And I know that that's definitely something that I am working through at the moment is like, you know, one part of me is so grateful and I feel like I have the most abundant life ever. Mm. But then when I actually look at my bank account, sometimes it just brings me so much anxiety and I feel a lot of resentment paying for things that I know I really value and I really Mm. want in my life. So it's almost like this balancing act right now of like, okay, I feel like I've got an abundant, I know I've got an abundant life. I'm really grateful for it. I almost feel guilty wanting more. Yeah. But and then I've still that that dollar figure in my bank account isn't making me feel abundant. No, so. absolutely. And I had one of my most successful financial years recently and I thought when I reached that goalpost that I was going to feel so content. Mm. I was like, as soon as I feel this void of wanting to make this amount of money, everything's going to be okay. What happened as soon as I got there? I moved the goalpost yeah. and I wanted more and it probably created more anxiety than anything. Totally. If we actually just stopped and thought, okay, this is this is my current salary or this is you know my average earnings each yeah. year, can I survive and, and live a happy life with that? And yes. most of the time the answer would be yes. Yeah, definitely. And that's one of the things. So I um, had a soul session the other week and did some Reiki healing and this topic came up. And one of the things that Angela actually suggested to me is that I have to get really clear on how much money I actually want and I need and mm. what abundance means to me because it's so different to everyone. But you know, want and need is very different. Absolutely. But I mean – Like how much person, money do you want and how much money do you need? Well, that, but I think that all comes down – it can be put in the same field in a way if you look at what do I need mm. to get the lifestyle that I want. I want, yes. So it's almost combining the two. So being really clear on that and I thought it was quite an interesting – point that she made because you know we all value it so differently some people are living so comfortably on a 50 60 70 grand salary Mm. because you know they live in a smaller town their lifestyle is about going to the beach all weekend and just eating fresh vegetables and paying their mortgage like and that's a beautiful humble fulfilling life for them whether others I feel like at the moment we're stuck in this rat race of Melbourne. It's like enough's mm. not enough sometimes mm. because you're surrounded by You want to be at the best restaurants. More. You need to be going exactly. to the best shows. Yeah. Yep. And keeping up with society. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it is a really interesting point to get really clear on like, okay, well, what is it that I actually need to be able to live the lifestyle that I desire Absolutely. and why I'm working hard for? And once you clearly determine that in your mind, you can then – figure out your priorities as to how you're going to get there. You know, is it, okay, well, I know that I want to earn this amount because I want this kind of lifestyle, but how do I do that? Like, is it easier for us to move towns where I'm earning the same amount of money, but the cost of living is, you know, $20,000 less a year? Yeah. Like people, I just feel, firstly, they're not determining what they want and what they need. Secondly, they're not taking action. Yes. And I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm not yeah. saying that I'm excluded from that. No, and it's something that, you know, right now, and I know I said it to you earlier today, like, you know, the money that we're probably earning as a family right now for the lifestyle that we want in the future we're working so hard for, that would probably be 
so much money or like mm. so much like plenty for us to live in a type of home we want to feed our kids organic vegetables like all the things that I value it would mm. be enough for mm. but at the moment because we're not in that stage of our life instead mm. we're saving for that lifestyle and we're working hard for that lifestyle and we're you know living in a fast-paced environment where like you said going to restaurants and doing all of these things is part of our social life and yep. something you know that does happen quite often it feels like the money's not enough yeah so it's yep. just it's a really interesting topic but I don't want anyone to think that I'm ungrateful. I feel so fruitful in my life but it's just so crazy that money this topic of money is just so prominent I feel like it's popping up with so many conversations these days and we could talk about it all day like you you often feel like you can't talk about this sort of stuff with your friends which is why we're having this conversation we want to normalize this like talk to your friends about what they earn how they save you know Mm -hmm. um what health insurance company they're with and how many benefits they have like talk to your friends and family and loved ones about this because there's so many ways you can become savvier with your money and reduce your anxiety just by speaking about it absolutely we'll be right back after this healthy break mads what would you do with 10k Oh, I would book a holiday to a tropical island, I'd pay off my credit card and I'd put a little bit in savings for my little bubba. Well, what if I told you that you could win all of that and more? Oh, please tell me how. Our friends at Frank Body are giving you the chance to win 10k to spend on whatever you want. A business, a baby, a holiday, car or a mountain of student loans? Now that is a competition. Frank Body is an iconic Australian skincare brand who have sold over 5 million scrubs to date. Frank's mummers Jess and Brie started with an idea and entered a competition to win a free website. And this was the starting point for Frank Body. How cool is that, Teagues? That gives me goosebumps. Now Frank Body is paying it forward and giving another babe the chance to live their dream and get shit done. Different babes have different dreams. There's no answer too big or too small. Head to the Frank Body Instagram account at Frank underscore bod and find the competition tile to enter how you'll get shit done with 10K. I'm already there entering. Wish me luck. So a tip I got the other day, which I really liked actually, was only paying or for things that you really value in your life because mm. money is an energy exchange. It's like when you're paying for something, that you don't necessarily value. You're actually telling the universe that you value that and you're putting Mm, emphasis on that thing in your life. And I really liked that. And I thought back to, it made me kind of reflect back on a conversation that I was having with one of my best friends where she said to me, oh, well, how much do you actually need each week to survive? And, you know, obviously going from a full-time salary to self-employed, I really had to rein in, you know, a lot of spending on just a lot of mindless stuff. Like for me, it was getting my nails done and mm. regularly getting my hair done and things that, you know, they're nice things to do, but they didn't necessarily align with my lifestyle or what I really valued. Mm. Whether now, you know, I'm happy to spend that amount of money on buying organic vegetables every yeah. week. So we were having this conversation about, yeah, how much you actually need. And so when I heard that comment about only giving for what you value, it really resonated. And Mm. I thought, you know, it's made me even become more conscious of it now. And when I'm out shopping for things or getting groceries, I literally am looking at things 
do I actually need that? Do I actually value that Mm -hmm. right now? If it's, yes, that's a small business who's using, you know, incredible products. It's going to keep me full and it's going to nourish my body. Absolutely. I'll Mm -hmm. pay the price Mm -hmm. tag for it. But if it's not, then no, I'm not going to tell the universe that that aligns, you know, or that I value that. Because it is an energy. If you're putting money towards things that you know, are health conscious because you're yes. a health conscious gal, the universe will start to send you, it's a synchronicity will happen yes. and you will start like having things pop up like, oh, I've just, I've just received, you know, a voucher for three weeks, free Pilates. Like yes. things will start coming to you because you are showing the universe that that is what you value most. Definitely. So that is one tip I would give to the listeners is to really start focusing on where you are putting your money. Like, do you value something? Really think about it before you hand over that dollar or, yeah. you know, mindlessly just pay wave your card. I <laughs> That's also, the worst um, thing, the pay wave. My goodness. I know, it's dangerous. It's I, so dangerous. I actually had a friend tell me that he is taking out wads of cash now and going back to spending cash because he's so conscious of handing over $50 and receiving $30 back and going, oh my gosh, I worked so hard for that money. Tapping and, and going, like you just just doesn't sting for me. Like I don't really feel it at no, all. No, I'm no. just like ding, ding, ding. Do you know, I seriously love that piece of advice and it was actually something that I was was doing for a while. I haven't done it for a long time. But, you know, back in uni days when I did get paid cash in a lot of my, mm. you know, cheeky jobs – well, not cheeky, that sounds really bad. I mean, hospitality. We but always find a way to make cash in our teens. Yeah. <laughs> um, they'd pay you cash. And I did – it was so much less – you know, I was so less willing to spend that money yep. because it was something physical that yes. I was looking at. Yep. And it was go in- back to basics. Totally. It was interesting. One of um, a lady I used to work with said that about her young daughter, about how she sees the card, it just gets tapped. So they're not valuing money, younger mm. kids these days, because she thinks it's just this magic exchange Want. of like, tap it and I can get a new toy or I can get a lolly or I can get yeah. this. And it's like, we actually it's are. Just a losing- little plastic card. I can make one. Exactly. <laughs> Like we're actually losing the value of of money because it's not actually a physical thing for us Mm. as much anymore. Mm. It's a cashless society. So I do like that tip. I want to talk about an experience I had. I saw someone a few years ago around my money anxiety and he was really tapping into my energy and feeling where I was at and there was a bit of talk therapy involved and he said to me, right, say I am worth earning $80,000. And he was doing kinesiology with me. And it got up to, I think it was $150,000, $160,000. And he was like, you've got a block. You've got a wealth block. You cannot earn more than that because you don't believe you are worth more than that. You have ingrained in yourself that you are only worth a certain amount of money. Therefore, until we do some work around this, you're not going to earn more. And like, I don't know. I don't know if I truly believe in that, but if, if money is energy totally. and if, if yeah. you know, it's like the whole mind thing, right? Yes. Like whatever you believe you achieve, yep. whatever you put out comes back. It's all the same kind of. I actually really like that because I think we do put barriers, especially for people in corporate environments or on salaries, Mm -hmm. there is definitely those limiting beliefs of what we have the capacity to earn because, Mm. you know, you go for a new job and or you go for a job and that job title is associated with a salary. Mm. So it's already you're putting a money value on what you are actually worth, Mm -hmm. what your knowledge is worth in that moment, what your time is worth. And so I think that that absolutely does create 
barriers or mm. blockages mm. of what we think we're capable of earning. Totally. And I think for me too, you know, there's obviously been a huge generation shift from our parents who, you know, were either self-employed or employed by one person their whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, they earned a certain amount of money and that was it. You know, yes. they worked there for 35, 40 years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen anymore. We mm-hmm. like I think the average person, it's something like seven career changes or something ridiculous. Oh, really? Anyway, I yeah, it's something silly. We have that many now. But you know, even looking at the younger generation coming in that are kind of 10 or so years younger than us, none of them are doing these kind of commercial jobs that we were doing and going to uni. They're all off being little entrepreneurs mm. and, you know, starting businesses so young. And figuring out. That there are other ways to make money on alongside their day-to-day job. Exactly. Which is so, so smart. Work smarter, not harder, right? And, and that's the thing. I think, you know, we associate working and earning money with hard work as well. Like you don't realise that it can come easier mm. because we've seen our parents slog away in those jobs for yeah. years and years and, you know, get their little bit of redundancy pay or their holiday pay and that's kind of it. In- I think for... For someone who's worked for themselves for so long, I would really struggle to go back to working for someone and knowing that there was a cap on how much I could earn for the year. Like I would really struggle with that. I kind of, as a bit of a risk taker and someone who is okay with the unknown, I love knowing that my potential is limitless for the year Mm -hmm. and that the more I put in, the more I get out and that I can earn 500K if I put my mind to it and if I work really hard. I'm probably not going to because that would be not sleeping. But- (laughs) You know, I love not knowing and I know that not everyone can live like that. But if you can and you have an idea as to what you could do instead of your corporate day-to-day job that is sucking the life out of you, then go for it. Absolutely. I think there's definitely, you know, if you're anything like me though, there is work to be done in that area of of removing that limiting belief of I am only worth this much because that's what my salary or my employee told me I was worth. Absolutely. So we are going to give you just a few little ways to curb your money anxiety to finish off the episode. Number one is stop comparing yourself to your friends, your partner, your siblings or anyone online. Number two is stop, breathe and talk to a trusted friend or family member about your money fears, struggles and worries. Number three is put a clear budget in place that allows you to know exactly what portion of your wage goes to rent, food, petrol, coffees, clothing, health insurance, and have an account for those random things that can go wrong, an emergency account. (laughs) The old emergency. That's a good one. (laughs) Number four is find the time and courage to look over your bank transactions each fortnight and any habits that may be sucking the life out of your bank account, like coffees or nights out on the town and things that maybe you can go without. I think that's such a good tip to really get an understanding of where your money is going because it's going back to that what do you value. So yep. only putting money where you value it. So I actually really print clear. mine out. I, I have to print it out and get the highlighter out and force myself to face looking to really at it understand. like physically holding it in my yeah. hand and going, oh, my gosh, I didn't need that. Oh, I definitely didn't need that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I but it's so important to get so clear on that. Yeah. So I did want to touch on just a few little exercises that I've been doing lately that have really helped. So if you are feeling a little bit stuck or guilty or anxious around money, give these a try. Um, I'd love to hear how they go for you. But one is having a money mantra. So either waking up and saying it, saying it when you pay for something, 
at the moment I've been saying a lot, money is everywhere. And I think it was from the book I'm listening to. I can't really remember, but it was about having money just in the house, like a $2 coin here and a $5 note there and really reminding yourself every time you see it, say to yourself, money is everywhere. Mm. Um, Another good one that I know is really popular is money comes to me effortlessly and easily or I love money and money loves me. So really repeating them and become truly believing them really Mm. does help. And then also write a letter to money. So really get Mm. deep and write a letter with the feelings that money is creating for you Mm -hmm. and if you had more of it, what you would actually do with it. So Mm. really open up that relationship with money and kind of talk to them like they're your best friend. Be Mm -hmm. really honest with it and just see how that makes you feel. Because if you have anxiety or start to stress about money or a certain job that might not have come through it only breeds more negative absolutely energy right like I will finish on this I get calls from my manager every day with the prospect of some amazing opportunities and contracts that are going to come over the line if ever I'm holding on to something so tight out of fear because I want it so badly and I'm so scared that I'm so close but I may not get it I won't get the job yes if ever I hear about the job I believe that I'm worthy of it. I start visualizing myself in that photo shoot or doing that talk to a big group of people or on that television show or in that interview and visualize it over and over again daily and just feel super confident and then let it go. Like, oh, yep, I'll hear from them when I hear about it. And if not, it wasn't meant for me. I always get the job. I think it's such a perfect note to finish on because it's all about believing and having that self-worth. It's knowing that you're worthy of it. Absolutely. Good luck, ballers. (laughs) Happy Tuesday, hustlers. Thank you for listening. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on the podcast app. If you'd like to suggest a topic, we'd love to hear from you via Instagram at The Healthy Hustlers or via the website, thehealthyhustlers.com. If you'd like to stay up to date with all things hustle, please follow at tegan.martin and at thehealthyhustlers on Instagram. See you all next week.